Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Well, this week is going to be a fun one because I'm sharing all about my recent COVID scare and all the symptoms I had, everything that happened and everything I did to really help manage my symptoms and honestly get rid of most of them within 24 hours. So I have to take us all the way back to the beginning and just to reference, this actually happened on July 10th. That was the first day that I got sick and I do have a blog post out on it as well, but I thought I would do a podcast because some people just prefer audio content. So on July 10th, a Friday, I was out and about, going about my day, wasn't at the house, just doing some grocery shopping, I think, and out of nowhere, I got hit by very severe symptoms, and for me, this was what right away made me feel like something was very wrong, because truly, one minute, I was feeling perfectly fine, and 60 seconds later, it felt like a bus had hit me. All of a sudden, I started having body aches, back pain, chills, sore throat, a bit of a cough, tightness in my chest. My heart rate went up super fast, and right away, I was like, okay, this is weird. I've never had this many symptoms before hitting me all at once, hitting me so fast. And literally by the minute, my symptoms were getting worse. And so immediately I was at Whole Foods. I actually, while I was there, I was like, something is wrong. And so I actually picked up a few supplements that I know can be good for flu or illness or just general immune support while I was there just in case. And I'm so glad I did. I'll get to that later. But went home as quick as I could. And I was home within, I think, 10 minutes of the symptoms hitting and by the time I got home I was truly starting to get nervous I just felt so awful I could barely stand up I was so dizzy and so that is when I started to right away do everything that I have learned to do when you get sick and again to reference back I did an interview with a biochemist Karen Hurd back in March And it was all about coronavirus and we talked very specifically about things you can do to support your own body's immune system and its ability to fight off pathogens. So after having that interview with her, I felt so much more confident that my body does know and is able to protect itself and fight things off if I give it the right things. And obviously that's not the case all of the time, but the vast majority of Illnesses our body is equipped to handle and fight off if we give it the right tools. And so that's what I want to walk all of us through today is all of those things I did. And for me, it was really exciting because I really got to see basically her tips in action and just how well they worked. So the first one right away was getting my body temperature up. 
And if you go back and listen to the interview, Karen points out this is the first thing she talks about. She says, you do not want to bring down your fever. Don't be afraid of a fever. The fever is a friend. Why? Because the fever is the body heating itself up to try and kill off whatever the pathogen is. And so unfortunately, most conventional medicine doctors or practitioners will, you come in with a fever, they'll give you Tylenol or something similar to try and cool you down. When really what this is doing is inhibiting the body's ability to fight off the pathogen. So what I did, as soon as I got home, I put some hot water on the stove to make myself some hot tea. And as soon as the hot tea was ready, I got in a hot bath. And so I was literally submerged up to my neck for about 30 minutes in this hot bath and drinking the hot tea on top of it just to try to get my body temperature as high as possible. And then... I got out of the bath and my I was super dizzy at this point. I could barely walk, which, you know, I know when you're sitting in a bath for a long time, that can happen too. So I just had to honestly sit on the floor for a second before I could get up and I quickly ran to my bed and then just collapsed on my bed. My whole body, I was still feeling really, really bad at this point. My whole body was hurting, no energy. I just collapsed in my bed, in my bathrobe, towel over my hair, And I laid there for about 30 minutes. I didn't even have the energy to lift my head up and move. And then I noticed my heart rate was beating so fast, still really dizzy. The chest pain was starting to get a little more intense, which was making me nervous. And so I actually texted a friend and said, can you come over just in case I need to go to the hospital? There's someone at least to drive me and obviously, you know, wear your protective equipment so you feel safe but just to be here in case it gets really bad because that's really how I felt where I felt it was going and I do need to add in here that while I was in the bath I also took an under the tongue homeopathic remedy for flu-like symptoms and I can never pronounce the name but it's by Boyron and it's linked I'll link it in the show notes too and it's also linked in the article but Those were basically the three things I did right off the bat. I made myself some hot tea, got in a hot bath, and took some homeopathic remedy right away. Then, after laying in the bed for about 20 minutes, not even moving, still in my bathrobe, I finally, my head had calmed down enough that I was able to get up and put some pajamas on, but I was still very, very lightheaded. And as soon as I got up, my heart rate just skyrocketed again. My chest pain started getting much, much worse. And again, the chest pain was what really had scared me because I've never had that in any illness before. It was very strange to me and I felt like I could breathe fine. Air was coming in, but I just felt like I couldn't get enough air, even though my airways weren't blocked by anything. So in keeping with Karen's advice to keep my body warm, I literally covered myself from head to toe. So I had long pajama pants on, long sleeve, socks over my pants, a beanie on, a scarf on, a jacket on, and I was under the covers in bed, just trying to make myself as hot as possible. And I wasn't uncomfortable and I stayed in that until I became truly overheated and started sweating. But... That is when I remembered that Karen also mentioned if you have a hot pad or some kind of electric heating pad to put it on your chest. And thank God, honestly, that I did have an electric heating pad. 
So as soon as I remember that, I crawled out of bed to get it, plugged it in, put it on my chest. And I have to say, I think this was a huge turning point for me. And maybe some of the other things I did had started to kick in too. But about five minutes after putting that hot pad on my chest, the chest pain and the shortness of breath and the high heart rate started to go away. And that's when I felt a little bit more peace, like, okay, I, you know, I can, I'm getting enough air, the chest pain is going away, you know, this seems like it's regressing a little bit, which made me just take a sigh of relief and feel a little bit more comfort with it all. So I stayed like that for a couple of hours, not moving, not doing anything. I didn't even have the energy to do anything anyways. But after a couple of hours, I started to break out in a full-on sweat. I got super hot and uncomfortable. And that is when I finally, you know, peeled off a layer or two, gave myself a rest from the hot pad on my chest. And truly, that is when I started to feel so much better. So the fever had definitely broken. And at this point, I honestly, I had overcome the bulk of the symptoms. So at this point, I still was slightly tired. I was, you know, I had a sore throat and a bit of a headache. And if I stood up and tried to walk around, I would get very short of breath, super high heart rate. But the body aches, the fever, the chest pain, the shortness of breath had all gone. And those to me were the most concerning, scary symptoms of all of them. So at this point, I asked a friend to order me some food and I was very specific about the food I asked them to order for me because again, you know, we think about when our body's fighting something off, when our body's doing anything, there's only so much energy that our body has at its disposal. So particularly when your body's trying to fight something off, you want to free up as much energy as possible for your body to do that. Now, with that said, some people say, you know, fasting gives your body a lot of energy. And I think that's true in some situations because when you're not eating anything at all, your body isn't using up a bunch of energy digesting, so it can do a bunch of other things. But at the same time, we do need to provide the body enough nutrition that it has all the vitamins and minerals it needs as well to function. So with that said, whenever I'm sick, I always make sure that I am eating cooked foods and very easy to digest foods. And then the other piece of that that Karen adds in is she says to eat cooked, not raw, cooked garlic. And this is a common misconception because garlic is, in and of itself, it's very antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, great for the immune system. But she actually says that those specific qualities of garlic are even more potent when it's in its cooked form versus its raw form. So I ordered some cooked Thai food with a bunch of garlic in it um, and just ate that really slowly. I made sure I chewed it really, really well. So it was as broken down as possible by the time it got into my gut. So my body could digest it as easily as possible. So at this point, I also took a couple different supplements. I'll list them out and then I'll, you know, touch on them quickly one by one for the ones that I feel like need it. So I took propolis spray, time-released vitamin C, the Boyron Sinus Calm Homeopathy, and then the Boyron for flu-like symptoms, and then elderberry and zinc lozenges. 
And I was also drinking elderberry tea and then some chamomile tea, but without honey. And I will get to why. So real quickly, for those who don't know, you know, a couple of those homeopathy remedies. I, for me personally, homeopathy has been very effective in the past and specifically this brand Boyron. I really, really like them. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Again, check the show notes for specific links, but I really like them. They seem to be very effective for me specifically. And of course, I have to give a disclaimer that I'm not recommending anyone else take all of these things you always need to consult with a medical professional before taking new supplements. I have taken all of these in the past, so I know that they work well with me, my body, you know, I don't have any adverse reactions to them. So I was comfortable taking all of them in this moment. So I took those two homeopathy. The sinus calm is just for sinus congestion for headaches. So I took that in case I started to get some more congestion. And then I took the Boyron for flu-like symptoms to help again with headache, with body aches, with the chills. And then the propolis spray, for those who don't know, propolis is a substance that bees create. I'm obsessed with it. I could talk about it all day long. I gift propolis spray to so many people. Um, and I will share the specific brand I love actually later on in the episode, but it is a, basically it's the antibacterial of the hive. Bees secrete it throughout the hive to kill off any infections that might be brewing. And so it's very antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, similar to garlic, but it has just a slightly sweet taste to it and you just do a couple sprays in your mouth each day to really boost up your immune system and then timed released vitamin c is a big one because we know vitamin c is very helpful for the immune system but our body doesn't store vitamin c so whatever we consume you know however much we consume if we consume a you know some kind of pill of it the body will absorb as much as it can absorb in that moment, and then you will just pee the rest out. So that's why taking a massive, massive dose of vitamin C once a day isn't that beneficial because the body's just going to pee out whatever it can't absorb in that moment. So timed release vitamin C allows, you know, it releases that vitamin C slowly throughout the day so that you're going to continually get doses of vitamin C throughout the whole day. So I'll take one in the morning and one at night. So, you know, all through the day I'm getting doses of vitamin C and then all through the night I'm getting doses of vitamin C. And then the elderberry and zinc lozenges, you know, elderberry is great support for the immune system. Same thing with zinc. And I was just taking those for my sore throat. And just to highlight, these did not have any added sugar in them even honey. So I'll get really specific on why I didn't add honey to my tea or have any kind of sugar. And again, Karen addresses this in the podcast. I know I'm going to reference it so much, but truly I followed her instructions to a tea and then, you know, took some of my supplements on the side as well. But in the episode, she really details the fact that Sugar of any kind suppresses the immune system. And I actually looked it up specifically because I wanted to see specific numbers. And um, sugar can suppress the immune system up to 70% for six hours after consuming it. So that is huge, guys, especially if you are dealing with a very, very powerful illness. You need your immune system functioning at 
top notch. It has all, you know, 100% of it ready to use. So if you think about that, that is huge numbers. 70% of your immune system function can be reduced. So that means you've only got 30% trying to fight off something massive, you know, potentially like something as intense as COVID. So I completely cut out all sugar, including honey, including fruits, including added sugar in any of the foods that you know might be in my pantry. And it sounds kind of crazy and intense, but truly I was feeling so awful that I was like, I will literally do anything. I will follow every single thing she says because this is really, really bad. And I'm not going to mess around for one second with this. So as the evening progressed and came to a close, I just continued to drink lots and lots of hot liquids. I, if I was drinking something, it was a hot tea. And just again, to keep my body temperature high, it also really helped with my sore throat. By the way, I used to always do, you know, honey and lemon for a sore throat, but I have to say I did freshly grated ginger and hot water And that was amazing for my sore throat. So I highly recommend that. So I was just sipping on basically hot ginger water all day long to help with my sore throat and keep my body temperature hot. And then when I got ready for bed, another key factor here was that I slept at an incline. Now, I sleep at an incline anyways because it helps with congestion. It helps, you know, the blood flow to my brain at night. Um, It prevents that sort of, lymphatic buildup in the brain. But Karen mentions that especially when you've got something going on with your lungs, you've got congestion going on, sleeping at an incline can really help reduce that in, that congestion. Whereas if you slept completely flat, you might wake up the next morning and just your congestion is 10 times worse because all that fluid was just building up in the brain. It wasn't able to drain. So I just kind of offset two pillows. I stacked two pillows sort of offset and slept on those. And I did sleep with a beanie on. I did sleep with a scarf on and socks, everything to, again, keep myself as toasty warm as possible. Now, moving into Saturday morning, I did wake up with a burning sore throat and a bad headache, but almost all of my other symptoms were gone. The only other thing I still had Saturday morning was that I still got very dizzy and short of breath if I walked around. So I got a little creative and I used my desk chair, my rolling desk chair to just roll around the house to get myself, you know, some hot water for more tea to get the bath started. And I have to say, I mean, it was a brilliant idea. I didn't have to stand up. I didn't get dizzy rolling around the house or short of breath. So you know, a key thing here is that I listened to my body. I was not trying to force myself to recover. I was not trying to push through any symptoms. I was really, really listening to them as signs of, hey, this is too much if something was coming up. So again, first thing in the morning, I got some hot water going for some tea and got in another hot bath to bring my temperature up again. And after that, I just dressed really warmly for the rest of the day, full beanie, scarf, socks, long pants, long shirt, took my, that same round of supplements in the morning and had a very easy to digest meal. I used the Garden of Life meal replacement protein powder, 
which is super easy to digest because it's powder, it's already broken down. And I actually, I was very committed. I mixed that with room temperature water, not cold, because I did not want to put anything cold in my body. And I had that, which I think is really helpful because that, that one specifically, I don't like a lot of protein shakes because there's just so few nutrients and so much sugar. But this one specifically has less than one gram of sugar per serving and is absolutely packed with nutrients. So I love it. And I think that was a great way to get my body a lot of nutrition, but not overwhelm it with too much to digest. And so I basically spent Saturday in bed just resting, keeping myself hot. I think I watched a movie, um, did some work on the computer and really let myself rest, gave myself that permission to rest really. Oftentimes I, like so many, I think, am tempted to just start getting back to life right away. But again, because my symptoms were so bad, I was still very, very wary. I mean, I, as I said before, have never experienced that many symptoms at one time hitting me so hard out of nowhere. So I was still shooken up and I very much felt like whatever this was or is, is very serious and I'm not going to mess around. I am going to be 110% in with what I do to recover until I am fully recovered. And so actually by the by midday Saturday, I was feeling significantly better. At this point, really the only symptoms I had were a sore throat and a slight headache. I was able to start walking around a little bit. And to me, again, it's just kind of wild because basically Friday I was on the verge of going to the hospital. I, you know, was barely getting oxygen. I couldn't stand up. I couldn't even walk. Horrible body aches. And basically not even 24 hours later, I was up and able to walk around again with just a sore throat going on. And so I did at this point go to the local urgent care to get a COVID test done. And I have to say I was pretty disappointed with the experience that I had there. I don't have a lot of experience experiences with conventional doctors anymore, but this was one of them. And it reminded me why I don't have experiences with conventional doctors anymore because I went in there, I told this doctor all of my symptoms. They basically said, yeah, you probably do have COVID. Uh, The test is going to take five to 10 days to come back with results. So you'll need to isolate until then and hope you feel better. You know, and, and then they said, if your symptoms get worse, go to the ER. And I just had to shake my head a little bit because You can tell even from what I'm sharing with you right now, there are so many things we can do at home to protect ourselves or to support our body's ability to fight off disease when we are at home. Uh, You know, it's not like I was expecting the doctor to give me the cure for COVID, but especially with a new virus like this that has proven to be very, very intense for many individuals, I would have expected the doctor to give me at least some kind of thing I could do at home to support my immune system. And again, there's thousands of things. Keep your body hot, eat garlic, take antibacterial supplements, take vitamin C, take vitamin D, uh, you know, don't eat sugar. And, And so the fact that this doctor basically just told me, 
you probably have COVID, go home, don't come back unless you're dying. I was completely flabbergasted. Now, I'm not trying to hate on all doctors. Again, I don't, I'm not saying that I think that this doctor knew all of these things and intentionally didn't tell me. I think that a lot of doctors don't know this because they aren't taught these things. They're taught, you know, here are your symptoms, here is the drug that treats those symptoms. And unfortunately, that is the reality for many, many medical practitioners today. So I'm not trying to bash them. I don't think they kept it from me intentionally. I think they just honestly told me the only thing they know they need to tell me in that moment. So But that made me even more inspired to share what I did because, again, it was so impactful. It helped me so much. It literally turned my symptoms around within 24 hours. And I just thought to myself, oh, my gosh, if more people knew this, could we reduce the amount of hospitalizations from any illness? You know, I can't believe doctors aren't sharing these very, very simple things. And to that point, even more. I was researching, you know, for more more things I could do at home and I started finding articles from very well-known sources online that were saying the best thing to do for a sore throat is to eat ice cream or popsicles because they're very soothing for the symptoms of a sore throat. And I I just had to shake my head like I cannot believe this is advice that is out there on the internet coming from medical resources. Again, the focus is just treating the symptom. The symptom is the sore throat of a greater battle going on within the body. And eating something cold is going to bring your temperature down so your body can't fight as well. And then eating something packed, literally packed with sugar, is going to reduce your immune system response so intensely. And that is the main reason behind writing up that blog and recording this podcast so that you guys can have this information. You can go back, listen to the interview with Karen, and then you can listen to this and realize, wow, those those things really do work. And I'm, I don't want to say I'm glad that I got so severely sick, but it was very interesting to see. I'm basically a walking testimonial for what she recommended and how well it works. So by Sunday, the only symptom I had at this point was a very bad sore throat. And I actually woke up Sunday with a severe sore throat. I could barely swallow food. But again, I jumped online to do some research because you can never stop learning and your health is in your own hands. And I actually read that very often, well, not very often, at night when you're sleeping is when your immune system is at its peak. It's when it's fighting off, you know, at full power, if it's possible. And so very often when it's fighting off those pathogens, whatever it is, that can create a lot of inflammation in the body. And so when you wake up the next morning, your symptoms might feel more severe for a little bit because you just have so much inflammation in your body. And so as soon as I read that, I went about trying to do some things to help move that inflammation out. And so again, drinking lots and lots of liquids, doing really gentle movements in the house to just get that blood flowing, get the circulation going. And I don't think I mentioned this in the beginning, but whenever I take a bath, I always take basically a detox bath. So it has baking soda, Epsom salts, and clay in them, which are also so great for inflammation and reducing pain throughout the body. So I did another one of those Sunday. I mean, basically the same routine as Saturday, you know, lots of hot fluids, 
very, very easy to digest foods, nothing cold and absolutely no sugar. I still wasn't able to work out. I did notice that if I did anything too strenuous in the house, I would start to get a little short of breath and a little hint of chest pain. And so again, just listening to my body, I took it really easy and I gave myself that full permission to just rest and not feel this guilt that I'm not working out, I'm not moving, I'm not getting things done. And so Sunday was just a very calm day in the house and I did quarantine for the full 10 days and by Monday I still had a very bad sore throat but that was still the only symptom and then that continued to linger for a couple of days although it was getting better and better each day but um, I wanted to point out that for this the whole duration of my illness I was keeping myself very hot so basically I wore a scarf and a beanie for a week straight I was taking hot baths morning and night I was only drinking hot hot fluids and you know usually elderberry tea again chamomile tea I had a friend drop off some of the throat coat tea from uh, you can get it at Whole Foods I'll link it in the show notes um, and then uh, mostly I was drinking that smoothie in the morning with the warm water and then hot soups just for lunch and dinner. I did have my mom, actually, she was so kind. She dropped off some, all the soups for me. She dropped off bottles of water for me and she picked up a couple supplements that I added to the regime so I so I had my mom pick up some vitamin D with K3 and then NAC and I will link to a really good article about the benefits of NAC because this doctor spells it out really clearly and she actually did get COVID and she lists why she started using this specifically so I added that and the vitamin D, and then continue to take the supplements that I had listed previously. So I was taking a good amount of supplements morning and night just to keep myself really, really well nourished with these powerful things, especially when you're fighting off an illness, your body can use up a lot of its vitamin D stores. And so I knew that was a one that it was really powerful. I don't normally take it, but it was a powerful one I needed to keep my body strong and keep my immune system strong and on top of that the other reason is I'm normally outside for an hour plus a day which helps so much with that vitamin d production but I was inside all day during this time I you know I would go out on my balcony a little bit to get some sunshine there but still not as much as I normally would and so the vitamin d really helped supplement that so with all of that said <laughs> By the end of my isolation, I got results back from the doctor that came back negative. And I just had to laugh at this point because the doctor still said, by the way, the test is only 60% accurate. So there's still a 40% chance that you had COVID. And based on your symptoms, you probably did have COVID. So I was just laughing because look, the test didn't really make a difference either way. If it's only 60% accurate, I don't know why I really, you know, why I'm even doing it in the first place. <laughs> if you're just going to tell me, I probably still had it. But again, I quarantined anyways. And by the end of the 10 days, I was feeling so much more back to normal. My sore throat was basically completely gone, just a little tickle in my throat. 
but it was a wild ride. I have never been sick like that in my entire life. And I hope I never am again because it was very scary for a couple of hours there. But I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful that I had that interview with Karen at the beginning of all of this and that I was armed with that knowledge to protect myself and support myself. And I hope that this serves as an extension of that, that you can take this knowledge, implement it now before you get sick, but especially if you do get sick, even if it's something small. You know, I think we we're kind of trained, especially in American society, to wait to do anything until it's really, really bad. And so, you know, even if I had just had a sore throat, if I responded with this level of intensity, it could be something that clears up in a day. So I hope this encourages you that you're not just a victim in all of this. You're not a helpless, tiny human being who, you know, if the COVID virus gets on your skin, you're going to die. Not at all. You are empowered and you can take this knowledge to protect yourself, to protect your loved ones and to act if you do get sick. And that's not to say that if you do all of these things, for sure, you're not going to, your illness is not going to progress. No, but I guarantee that doing these things will help in some way. It can lessen it in some way. So I hope that's encouraging for you all. I hope you feel a little bit more empowered, a little bit more inspired to continue to take your health into your own hands. These are very, very simple things that anyone can do, even without the supplements. We, you know, we all can get ourselves really hot. We can make hot water. We can eat hot foods. We can cut out sugar. Our bodies have an incredible capacity to heal themselves or to fight something off to prevent it from becoming really bad if we give it the tools it needs. And so that's what all of these things are. They're tools, tools in the toolbox that your body is begging you to give it should something happen or even before something happens. So, and I really did carry all of these out for the entire 10 days of quarantine. I did not have any sugar, even fruit for 10 days. I only drank hot liquids. I only had hot foods. I, like I said, I wore my beanie and my scarf for basically 10 days straight, hot baths in the morning, hot baths at night, supplements in the morning, supplements at night. So I was very, very rigid. And I have to say, I've never been this rigid with my sort of healing protocol when getting sick before. One, because I didn't know all of these things, but two, because I've just never been that sick before. So again, I'm so grateful to have this knowledge. It is something that I will be implementing whenever I start to feel even slightly ill because it was just so powerful at turning around my symptoms. So thank you to everyone who tuned into this. I know it, for me, it felt a little bit like rambling because it maybe wasn't as structured as my interviews would go. But again, I hope it was very helpful for you. And if so, please share it with someone else who you think could use this information and let me know what you thought. Or if you've used any of this in a DM on Instagram and a message on my website, however you prefer to communicate with me. But I do love hearing from you guys. Uh, whatever it may be, whatever kind of feedback you have, questions you have, it's so great to connect in whatever way I can with you all. So with that, everyone, so glad to be healthy again. Hope you are as well. And we will connect again next week.